This is the Daily Signal podcast for Friday, January 27th. I'm Samantha Sherris, and here in Washington, lawmakers are debating over the U.S. debt ceiling. Just over a week ago, on January 19th, the U.S. reached its debt limit of $31.4 trillion. So what's the latest on the debt ceiling debate? Well, Matt Dickerson is joining today's show. He is a senior policy advisor of budget policy in the Grover M. Herman Center for the Federal Budget here at the Heritage Foundation. And he joins to discuss this and more. We'll get to my conversation with Matt right after this. I'm Zach Smith. And I'm Giancarlo Canaparo. And if you want to understand what's happening at the Supreme Court, be sure to check out SCOTUS 101, a Heritage Foundation podcast. We take a look at the cases, the personalities, and the gossip at the highest court in the land. Be sure to subscribe on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, or wherever else you find your podcasts. It's SCOTUS 101. Matthew Dickerson is joining today's show. He is a senior policy advisor of budget policy in the Grover M. Herman Center for the Federal Budget here at the Heritage Foundation. Matt, thanks so much for joining us. Thanks for having me on. Yeah, of course. Now, here in Washington, the debt ceiling fight continues. America has already reached its debt limit of $31.4 trillion, and that was on January 19th. So, Matt, first and foremost, what's the latest on this? That's right. Uh, the Treasury Department has hit the federal borrowing limit at $31.4 trillion. Uh, and they're going to be able to use cash management techniques to be able to extend what we call the X date of when the they're going to ask for the debt limit to actually be raised somewhere until later in the summer. So the negotiations are starting between Congress and the, and the White House to figure out what are the, the spending reforms? What are the pro-growth policies that we're going to implement and pair that with the debt limit increase so that we can put the country on a path to a more prosperous future? Mm-hmm. And just speaking of uh, the White House, uh, my colleague Virginia Allen reports that they have said that President Joe Biden won't negotiate over conditions for raising the national debt ceiling. On Wednesday, though, Senator Rand Paul of Kentucky said the president absolutely will negotiate. So what are your thoughts on this? What's at play here? Absolutely. Just like everything in politics, this is a negotiation. Mm-hmm. Uh, an increase in the debt limit has to go through the House, the Senate, and get signed into law by the president. A bill is not going to be able to get passed unless it's paired with some sort of spending reforms, as it has been going back for four decades mm-hmm. on negotiations about the debt limit. So there will be a negotiation. Vice President Biden, when, when he was in the White House, engaged in very significant mm-hmm. negotiations with Speaker Boehner in 2011. And I think a similar path is going to follow now. We have some audio also from Virginia of remarks from Senator Ted Cruz at a Wednesday press conference with five other GOP senators. And we're going to go ahead and play that for you now. There is one principal person in this town that is talking about a default in the debt, and that is Joe Biden. Joe Biden wants to threaten a default in the debt. He wants to scare the markets. And frankly, he's counting on y'all. He's counting on the press corps just to repeat his talking points. He's counting on the press corps just to say, those crazy Republicans want to default on the debt. That is false. And if you write that in your stories, 
You are simply repeating partisan talking points from the White House. Historically, the debt ceiling has proven incredibly effective. So two things from this I want to discuss. First, when Senator Cruz talks about defaulting on the debt, what does that exactly mean? And, you know, what would the consequences be if this were to happen? Yeah. Uh, so what he, uh, the senator is talking about is if the Treasury doesn't pay back the principal and interest on loans, on Treasury bonds and bills. And frankly, that's not going to happen. <laughs> the Treasury is going to be collecting record revenues this year, and the Treasury has the ability to prioritize and pay its its obligations uh, for debt and, and, and the principal and interest on our, our debt payments. So there's not going to be a default on our debt. Uh, the Treasury may have to get to a situation, if the debt limit isn't raised, where we're simply not spending more than we take in. And at that point, other spending would would not go out the door mm-hmm. on time as it's been promised. But mm-hmm. we're not going to default on our debt obligations. Yeah. Has that ever happened before? Uh, not in a significant way. Actually, okay. one time back in the 70s, there was a computer error and some of it didn't get paid. And there wasn't a mark, big, big market meltdown. But okay. it's, it has happened before, but it's not something that we want to have happen uh, the global financial markets are built on treasury debt. It's a, mm-hmm. it's a very safe asset because the United States is going to pay its obligations. Uh, but what we need to do is get to a situation where our federal budget is sustainable. And so we're not issuing debt that we're not going to be able to promise to, uh, to meet our promises to pay it back. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And the second thing that uh, Senator Cruz talks about that I want to get your thoughts on is the role of the media and the reporters who are covering, you know, the debt ceiling debate. Uh, what are your thoughts on on what Senator Cruz had to say about that? Uh, I think it's interesting, right? A lot of reporters may have not been around in the, the negotiations that were taking place in 2011, where both sides were talking. President Obama, Vice President Biden was negotiating with congressional Republicans, and they got to a deal that put us on a more sustainable fiscal path. Mm-hmm. Uh, and that's happened in the 90s. That happened in the, the 80s uh, on a bipartisan basis. And so there's always been a negotiation about the debt limit. It's served as a tool to put the country on a more sustainable fiscal path mm-hmm. for decades. And that's what we need to do this year. Now, Matt, I also want to get your thoughts on something that we saw from House Democrats recently. Uh, They introduced a bill that would essentially do away with the debt ceiling entirely and allow Congress to borrow the money it needed to pay its bills. So first and foremost, what's this all about? Yeah, I think that just goes to show uh, how radical the left is, Mm -hmm. right? Right. the debt limit is an indispensable tool that protects taxpayers. That's why it was implemented in the first place. Uh, the left, on the other hand, they're, when we reached the $31.4 trillion debt limit, which should be a crazy wake-up call mm-hmm. of how much we're spending and how much is going out the door, their solution is to get rid of the, the spending cap and then continue spending, continue borrowing, continue the Federal Reserve's money printing. That's only going to push up inflationary pressures and hurt American families. Mm -hmm. And I think that's just a crazy, crazy thing uh, that we should be pointing out and doing the opposite. Yeah. I mean, do you do do Democrats really believe the government can just permanently borrow more money when everyday Americans can't? 
And that seems to be their their viewpoint, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, if you've seen like their their crazy economic theories, a modern monetary theory, which the government has been putting into practice over the last couple of years, and that's resulted in inflation that we haven't seen in this country in four decades. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so it's totally a debunked economic theory. And what we have seen is when government spending is controlled, when we have uh, regulations that are, are restricted in, in a smart tax code, we have economic prosperity that's broadly felt in, the, in this country. Mm-hmm. And that's what we need to go back to. Mm-hmm. Well, Matt, thanks so much for joining the show today. I always appreciate your insight. And we'll definitely have you back on as this debt ceiling debate continues. Thanks so much. Great. Thank you. And that'll do it for today's episode. Thank you for listening to the Daily Signal's interview edition. If you haven't gotten a chance, make sure you subscribe to the Daily Signal wherever you get your podcasts and help us reach even more listeners by leaving a five-star rating and review. We read and appreciate all of your feedback. Thanks again for listening to my interview with Matt Dickerson. I hope you all have a great day and we'll be back with you all this afternoon for top news. The Daily Signal podcast is brought to you by more than half a million members of the Heritage Foundation. Executive producers are Rob Bluey and Kate Trinko. Producers are Virginia Allen and Samantha Asheris. Sound designed by Lauren Evans, Mark Guiney, and John Pop. To learn more, please visit DailySignal.com.